The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to another edition of the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. My name is Joel Mahalik, and over here is the lovely Sharon. The lovely Sharon. Sharon. Here I Actually, am. Actually, it's not Sharon, it's Sharon. Sharon. When I first met you, it was Sharon, and now it's Sharon. Right. Because you lied to me when we first met. But that's a story for another time. <laughs> Whoa. No. No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> I don't think yes, so. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think so, Scooter. <laughs> so, welcome to the program. Uh, the website to get to is www.jmtalk.net. And from there, you can subscribe to the podcast. And why would you not want to? You do want to. And then you want to share. So, you can do that there. You can listen right there on the fly. And all kinds of other stuff. You can contact us. We're at Facebook and get this, and I'll explain in a minute. Facebook and TikTok at JM Talk. Oh my God. <laughs> I love TikTok. And I um, love it so much. And Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So that's how you get a hold of us. Now let me explain the TikTok thing. <laughs> oh my god. Because you know two two episodes no really, two episodes ago. We did a show entitled TikTok Please Stop. Okay. And you may not have even known the title that I chose. Right, yeah. I mean, that's not something <laughs> Because I'm... on that program I was bashing TikTok. <laughs> so in the last couple of weeks Sharon had downloaded it and started watching it and and addicted to what it. What did I say to you though? I was like you're not going to get that time back. Exactly, you're but I don't want that time life. back. I was I was continuing to bash TikTok until, and then because of how much you were watching, I was like, "Well, let me go and see. Maybe it's changed." And it did a little bit. It was really weird the first time I downloaded it and tested it or tried it. Right. And things have changed. There's a lot more variety on there now, <laughs> and so I ended up getting it. And I did a couple quick videos. <laughs> but that's not really the, that's not the amazing part the amazing part is so the first two videos I did on TikTok for the show were really stupid one was of Molly and then one was me just playing around with this clown template filter okay but as I said to you today when we were going to the store I said listen I got TikTok videos in my head that I've written in my head okay yeah that yeah, we must do <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So that's the big, like that's the big difference from like two weeks ago to today. Two week, two weeks ago, I was telling you guys the oh TikTok my, sucked. Yeah, 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 right. And today, and today, we're on TikTok. He at starts Talk. watching TikTok <laughs> at twelve noon. Looks up and it's dark out. <laughs> that's not that bad. Yeah, it is. It is that not that bad. bad. That's that's you. When my texts are filled with TikTok videos. 
that you have sent to but me. But I don't lose 12 hours. That's okay. you. You're referring to yourself. No, no, no. I'm referring to you. It has to be because of all the all the videos that you sent to me via my texts. And I can prove it. If this was a video show, I would prove it to you. I think that it's important to note... <laughs> While we're discussing or arguing, whichever, the amount of TikToking that we do, I think it's important to note that there are many days that go by where Molly is at the doorway of the kitchen throw, with her mouth throwing her empty food bowl at you <laughs> because she's waiting to eat. That's, now, <laughs> but, well, you know, time flies when you're having fun. She's got her empty bowl and she's like, Ma! Right. Meatloaf! Right. Now! <laughs> she does too. Kind of thing. That is the truth. He's not lying. <laughs> so yeah, so we're on TikTok at Jam Talk, same as the Facebook handle, um, and uh, we're hoping to shoot a couple of videos this weekend. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, just, that's, just I'm silly excited stuff. about that. I yeah, really just am. silly stuff. We discuss, uh, we discuss the scripts. Yeah, um, yeah. They just, uh, they're just in my head. Yep. Hopefully, we sound okay. Um, an interesting side note, uh, you, most people know, if not all the audience knows, mm-hmm. I'm a computer guy, and <laughs> I have issues with both of my computers. So I told him which, to call a computer guy. <laughs> both of which, at one time or another, could either or handle the show, and now we're actually on one of those, uh, it's like a netbook, it's like one of those, what did you call it, like a $199 computer? Yeah. You know, by HP, which in fact... I converted for you into more like a four hundred dollar computer right. yes. by making a few adjustments, but we're now on a, on basically a netbook. Exactly. Doing the show now. Fortunately for us, we have a system that allows us to take our professional mics and the professional piece for the mics to any USB device. So that's good. Exactly. But the problem is, is we're getting so chased around. We can the never house. have an excuse as to why we do not have a show. Right. Well, this is show 99, by the way. Oh, my goodness. One more. We hope it sounds good. One more, but let me explain, because I thought about this today, and I think it's important for people to know, people who might be waiting for the 100th episode. And not that anything crazy is going to go on at the 100th episode, because I don't know what will happen at the 100th episode. I really just don't even know. I don't know. It might just be a regular episode, but but we'll be very celebratory. We're usually flying by the seat of our pants. Exactly. But I want everybody to know, next weekend is the holiday weekend. Right. Uh, the July 4th holiday weekend, and uh, we won't be dropping a regular show, so that won't be show 100. That's right. going to be a special show. I want everybody to know it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be the greatest show ever. <laughs> it's going to be really great. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great show, man. It's going to be a great show, and it's going to be really, really great. God bless America. But what we're, gonna, what we're doing is... is <laughs> Wait a minute. Who is that? <laughs> I was trying to do... Donald Trump. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> you don't think it worked? No, no, no. <laughs> don't do that again. Wow. Sorry. I thought you liked my impressions. <laughs> Some of them, yes, I do. Hey, popcorn. <laughs> All right. I knew that. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, That's what, Al Pacino. <laughs> what we're going to do on next week's show is we're going to pretty much have a uh, showcase show of independent musicians, people that I've worked with over the years uh, that are, in my humble opinion... And you may agree after you hear their music, are great musicians, uh, you know who are who would like to you know hit the big time, but 
I found out many years ago that there is this immense universe of independent artists that have such great stuff, better stuff than uh, that you hear like modern music today. Like, exactly. Like yeah. I'm all about music up to about 95 and then right. out of here. But <laughs> this modern music by independent artists is great. <clears throat> and what we're going to do is we're basically going to showcase that. So we're going to be off. But we have this program. We're, we're working on the program now. We'll have it lined up. And that's what you will hear drop next Sunday. Right. And for that matter, it might drop a day early since it is the weekend. I don't know. It doesn't matter, right? Exactly. It doesn't matter. So, but that's Flying what's going to happen. Flying by the seat of our pants, remember? Right. So, show 100 will drop the following week. Yes. Okay. So, sometimes we fly by the seat of our pants. And sometimes we actually print off stuff. That we're going to talk about. And sometimes we get to it. Sometimes we don't get to it. Sometimes we fudge it. Sometimes we don't fudge it. So, I did tell you what we were going to talk about. What are we... I, I'm... I told you, though. I'm dying to know. Well... Because, you know, I don't remember. I have that CRS. <laughs> so, so, one of these things that... One of the things we that we we pulled up out of the blue... And that's what we did. Like, we just kind of pulled stuff up out of the blue. Right. And, uh, you know, and... and we didn't want to like really spend much, if any, time on this show really talking about how horrible it is out there. We want you to come here and think of nice furry things. Like why exactly why cats need K N E A D according to science. Okay. And so speaking of furry fluffy things Because I care and by why the, and by, by the way, not that I know this for a fact, but there's some really funny TikTok cat videos out there. I know. No, no, there really is. You've sent a couple to me. Especially <laughs> the one of that cat falling nine stories. <laughs> oh, my God. And getting up and And then the away. one getting caught stealing his treats. Uh, yeah, that was funny. Anyway, that was but pretty I, funny. But if I were to be a TikTok watcher like that, I would know these things. Well, and you are, so you oh, I read do. about it on Google. Yeah, okay. Google is oh, amazing. Okay. <laughs> so anyway... Even though most cat behavior can be either classified as heartwarming or deeply confusing, perhaps the most obvious example of something there is no scientific name for, and we call it kneading dough, because that's the kind of action that the cats do. They they knead dough. And, right. you know, when we first met, I had a cat who uh, liked to knead, especially after I had it declawed. Right. And this cat... Was very needy. Yeah. Well, when I would go to bed, <laughs> get it, <laughs> and I would sleep on my side like I do now, mm-hmm. and he would jump up, and he would start kneading on my bicep, which drove me crazy. Right. And so then I would, after a couple times, be like, "No, nah, Smokey, that's enough," and I would have to turn over to my other side. Right. He would hop over my body, and he would <laughs> need my other bicep. <laughs> and you know, I sometimes I really wanted to punch this cat, but. Um, but science has a reason for it. What is the reason? Peter? The kneading, also known as making bread or making biscuits, it's an instinctive feline behavior that kittens, and let me tell you something, Smokey, I don't think was still, well, maybe still some, oh, oh, in its oh. first year. Let me, let me what? tell you what I think. Okay. Because they need, as they're drinking the mother's milk, they need the um, breast to... Get the milk flowing. If this were the Hollywood squares, you X would get the square. 
Yep. According, according to Dr. Karen Becker, a veterinarian and creator of the Health Pets blog. I am just so smart. I, says I, sometimes that I just can't stand it. It's an instinctive feline behavior that kittens display shortly after they're born. The, the reason for the movement in kittenhood, I didn't know there was a name for it, but it's kittenhood, okay. <laughs> is to stimulate the flow of milk from the mother's mammary glands. See? So cats who need an adulthood could be showing contentment, according to Becker, or simply making their territory since a cat's paws contain sweat glands. What? Now, so also, well, now dogs' paws also have sweat glands. As you know, that's how Molly Mm -hmm. cools down. Yep. And also, we know that there's sweat glands in there because that's why her feet always smell like Fritos, and we call her Frito feet. Frito feet. Hey, popcorn. (laughs) That's the truth. You call her popcorn feet. I call her Frito feet because her feet smell like a bag of Fritos. Yeah, it does. It's so gross sometimes. Well, at least it smells like Fritos and not something else. I know, right? You know, like the you know the like the byproduct of Taco Bell or something. Ew! Stop. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so, if you have a cat that needs their bedding, or better yet, it's because they're feeling very loved. And this line doesn't even make sense. I'm this is what I get for reading verbatim and not reading beforehand. <laughs> if you do have a cat who needs their bedding, or better yet, you okay. Like Smokey used like to need on my used to biceps. Do to you, right. It means that they're content. Okay. So it comes from, like you said, X guess the square, it comes from the mother's milk right. and the mammary glands, but as it carried on through adulthood, it's seen as a, um, a term of contentment and endearment. Right. But I was, I, and, I, and it was a sign of contentment because I was going to be very contented with. Smoky, <laughs> if it is. and punching him in the head. <laughs> I used I used to take him right, and I would put him off the bed. I'd be like, no, and I would put him off the bed, right, and that sucker <laughs> would jump back up and start right back up again. <laughs> I mean, you know, if that's content, maybe I don't want it. You know, <laughs> you're funny. It's interesting as we're repositioned doing this program because I have this, um, the way I'm positioned. We're actually both in recliners. This is a comf- yeah. this is a comfortable way to do the show. Exactly. And it might became it might become the way we do the show, <laughs> depending on how the I soundtrack know. Yeah, sounds. Yeah, I know, right? We're if, just chilling. Yeah, in our the chairs. soundtrack sounds good. This might be the way we do the show. I know. Yeah. But my angle puts me with this view of our neighbor across the street. I think they're doing what's in the garden, Sharon? Do you know? No. Well, they're carrying out, looks like, several dozen bamboo sticks that are about seven feet tall. So I guess they're getting ready to... Maybe it's tomatoes? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's tomatoes because tomatoes... No, 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 no. They would be green beans or, you know, something with the vine. Or the bamboo sticks might be used to... Because you have to hold tomato plants up or they Yeah, no, but he's got the tomato plant holder thing. Oh, he's got, like, the rings or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the bamboo would be for, like, green beans or... Whatever vegetable climbs. Or maybe they're going to... Cucumbers also climb. Maybe they're going to do a TikTok video remake of the Karate Kids. They're going to beat each other with bamboo (gasps) sticks. Maybe. (laughs) Wow. That would be a sight to see. It really You are just so smart, sir. Well, you know, I try to be. (laughs) I try to be, although... Some days I'm brain fried. Oh... You know, like I'm not gonna lie. Today I'm brain fried. Yeah, I know. So I could tell. 
But anyway, that's why cats need. Because they need you. They can need you. <laughs> yeah, can need. <laughs> that's, can that's funny because I, I remember you always saying that yeah. about Smokey. Smokey's yeah. can eating again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Smokey. Right? <laughs> I love Smokey. Yeah, I don't. I miss him. I miss him, but he pissed me off because he ran away. We did all that work to save his right. life by having him castrated, and he ran away. I, maybe that's why he ran away, because <laughs> we castrated him. Where's my balls? Where's no, my no, balls? No, 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 no. Castrating means you take no. his winky. Yeah, that's right. We took his, well, we didn't take his winky. We had his winky taken so he could live. <laughs> true. That is true. <laughs> but maybe, <laughs> you're right, maybe maybe he ran away and go, well, what kind of living is this? Right. <laughs> And we used to joke. We used to always joke about our chihuahuas. Like they were going to get so mad at us that they were going to, they were going to move. They, they were going to have the little, hobo, little stick, hobo, stick. hobo stick with their <laughs> handkerchief hanging down and with their right. treats in it. Right. And go be bopping down the street real slow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right. Um, so that's why they can eat you. Dogs don't can eat you. No, they don't can eat. But no, dogs do n e e d you. Yes, they do. You know who else needs me? A St. Bernard puppy. Nope. Yep. I don't think Molly agrees with that. But okay, okay, but we'll talk about so that. So coming up later on on the program, <laughs> we have, uh, um, I, I'm going to do an interesting Wombat of the Week segment uh, this week. Um, and also um, another Honor Thy Hero recipient. One last thing, if there's time, when we come back from break, we want to talk about why sitcom dads are so inept. <laughs> or, at least, or at least displayed that way, because they weren't always like that. Right. So we're going to discuss that. Also, um, if you like to cruise, bad news. What? So Yes, absolutely. So we're going to uh, talk about that for a little bit. Short, a short piece. I don't know if I want to know the bad news. <laughs> Are the cruise lines shutting down? No, they're not shutting down. Oh, they better not. They're not shutting down. And who knows when we're going to get on another cruise. I know. That's the bad news. That is the bad news. <laughs> But anyway, that and more coming up. Stay tuned after this break for more of the Joel Mahalik Show. We're coming right back after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON. The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. Not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon, and I am Joel Mahalik, and Sharon is right over here next to I me. I am right here. So, uh, I said I said bad Did you get all that? <laughs> yes. 
So if you like cruising, and I can't, you know, I, I should have looked this up and I didn't because I can't speak for uh, the other cruise lines, but Carnival Cruise Lines extends their operational pause through September 30th. It was, I think, wasn't it August 30th, I think? Yeah, I thought it was. And now they're extending it to September 30th. And, you know, that's because, as they said in their statement, they, their statement starts out, during this unprecedented pause in our business. And that's the thing. Everything going on right now is so unprecedented. I know. You know, and when you think of all the other things going on in the world, you know. I just, I hope that we can get back to um, cruising. Well, yeah, I would like to get back to cruising, but it seems like uh, that's, for, like for you and I, for us, it's becoming more and more of an impossibility every year. So, and we, and we love yeah. to cruise. We love to cruise. Yeah, we do. Um, but, you know, I was thinking after I had pulled this story. Okay. And I was thinking of uh, yesterday the announcement was made that Major League Baseball is going to finally start with a 60-game season for 2020. Oh, In July okay. 24th. And I, so I was thinking to myself, you know, these are the things I wonder <clears throat> if these are the things will, that will help with some of the turmoil we have going on. Yeah, that's what I think. I think like it's, people have nothing to do right now. Yeah, so they're becoming restless. And I'm not making light of anything. No, not at all. But there's been no professional sports. Right. There's been no entertainment. I mean, Dis- yeah. Disney World. Thank you, Molly. We got it. Disney mm-hmm. World has been shut down. Yeah, but they've reopened. Um, parts of their park. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, I'm discussing over the long haul here. I know, I know. I'm just you know, saying. beaches and parks and <clears throat> everything and pandemic and staying in the house. And so our entire normal way of life has been ransacked. And I believe it's going to happen past 2020. It might. I mean, I you know, do. Alien, we still have the alien invasion, which I'm predicting for September. <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, it, it, it's like... Seriously, and what what did I see? To, I saw this today, and I don't even know. Is this real? Sahara Desert dust is going to be hitting the United States like tomorrow? What? Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not because I, I'm seeing it on like, it's not like I'm clicking on like, you know, mainstream media and seeing it, but, you know, we're not going to go there. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I keep seeing stuff about Sahara Desert dust storms blowing our way across the Atlantic and into Florida. Look that up, will you? I am, right now. So Carnival Cruise Lines, they extend their thing to September 30th. Um, so they have gone ahead and canceled everybody. Anyone who was booked for a cruise, the heck is that? Anyone booked for a cruise up to that point has been canceled for you. And you will be getting an email uh, discussing your options for either you know refund or you know future cruise credit, um, which they like to do. In fact, uh, a travel a person I work with who's also a travel agent, she had said, if you are booked for a cruise, you don't cancel your own on your own. You let them cancel you for reasons like this. Molly, thank you. Molly. <laughs> Our security system is... Uh, it's working well. Yes, she is. And that's how our security system works. <laughs> so um, I was told that the way you do it is 
if they're going to cancel, uh, you know, cruises, you let them cancel the cruises because they'll credit you with another, a future cruise, right? And usually compound that with other stuff, you know, onboard credits, correct? Free drink card for the week, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So they 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 try to entice you to they want you to be agreeable to that, so they don't have to refund money, and then maybe exactly. you don't make that purchase again. So they get to keep the money. And, you know, they just move you to another cruise in the future. Exactly. So. Now, um, okay, so to, back to the Saharan dust cloud. Okay. Um, according to the New York Times, a giant plume of Saharan dust on a 5,000-mile journey is expected to drift across the southeastern United States this week at altitudes between 20 and 30,000 feet, bringing enhanced sunrises and potentially suppressing storm formation. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, what, you know, what next? Exactly. I mean, it's like somebody, you know, is just rolling the dice or spinning the wheel to see what's next in 2020. Right. You know? It's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, like I said, I just sort of saw it yesterday, and I was wondering about it. But, you know, the thing is, people are like, let's get to 2021. But I, do we want to get to 2021? Right. Yeah, the, because the honest truth is, do we ever see what we consider normal again? Right. I mean, you know, I, uh, I, I just, I can't wait until we don't have to wear masks in the store anymore. Because what I'm saying to you, though, is every time China I, has been wait. doing that forever. And so that might be the new normal. Okay, but I keep getting out of the car, and I have masks everywhere in my car, hanging off my rearview mirror, hanging ha- off on the my side, yeah, on the visor, on I have on the a bottom little of your side shoe when table, you get out. <laughs> right? I have a little side table between the two chairs in the front, and a little cocktail table, yeah. Uh-huh. And I've got a box of masks there, right. I make masks, so I have them everywhere. Right. And I f- get out of the car and forget it. Go into the store, people looking at me like I got three heads. I am over the mask thing. Disgracing me out of the store. <laughs> you haven't been disgraced out of a store. I was. Walmart. I mean, Walgreens. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. I, I forgot my mask. I, I will in. beat somebody's ass. And people, I'm telling you, were looking at me like I had three heads. And that's when I realized I forgot my mask. So I quick turned around and ran out of there quicker than I thought I could move. I get it, though. I'm, I, I'm about over the mask thing myself. Yeah. Especially, as I said last time on the show, in this weather, now that it's getting hot. Right. You know? And I really, I want to find for us some gators. I'd rather have a gator. So you, that's why it's around your neck. I just saw some at Home Depot, and they're the cooling kind. Oh, my God. We were just there. You saw them and didn't say anything? Well, because I thought you would have seen them. I've been telling you that I want gators for us. Okay, but I didn't know that you wanted to spend the extra money. And then they were the cooling kind? Yeah. Go back to Home Depot. I thought thought we were in each other's heads. We were. Well, this proves otherwise. I took a vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I want gators because that would be, 
And I, you know, I, I would hope they stop germs. But, because they are thinner. Right. But even having a gator is not going to help you get on a carnival cruise before September 30th. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to find, I was just trying to, trying to find a way to bring closure to this story since you cut it off with the Saharan sand. Oh, I Which floated I do into apologize. masks, which floated into what's next for 2020, which <laughs> know, floated right? into gators. Home Depot, we were just there. And I saw them, and that the brings, pulling kind. And now you're up to speed with what's happened in our day. All right. So, all right. So, um, why are sitcom dads so inept? And what I'm talking about is, if you think of uh, sitcom dads, we're talking about people like Homer Simpson, Phil Dunphy. You know, they've long been known for just being like bumbling and inept. But that was not Who's always Phil the case. Dunphy? What do you mean, who's Phil Dunphy? I don't know. You don't know who Phil Dunphy is? No. Oh, shit. Neither do I, actually, at the moment. <laughs> I don't know what show he's from. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring attention to that. Phil Dunphy. I know, right? You're just, now you're embarrassing me. <laughs> but even Tim the Toolman. You know who Tim the Toolman is, right? I do. Yes, okay. I do. But it wasn't always like that. Like, you remember, like, in the 50s, you know, My Three Sons, Leave yeah, it the Beaver. Yeah. Those dads were knowledgeable, and they gave you advice, <coughs> some life advice in each episode. Yeah. You know? And, know. and now they're drinking beers and scratching their asses. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, from learning life lessons and sitcoms. Right. They were with c- the dads to they, burping and farting and scratching their, their nuts. Yeah. So they become foolish and incompetent. You know, right? Um, so the real world, ro- real world roles and expectations of fathers—they've uh, changed in recent years. Today's dads—they're putting more time into caring for their children, and they see that role as being more central to their identity. Yet, that hasn't cashed over to the television sitcom dads, right? Like, even though. And I also saw another story that uh, that, that kind of goes in with this. So I can mention it. But I read another article that said that this pandemic and the quarantine we went through and everything, they said that fathers have become closer with their children. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. So that kind of goes in line with what they're saying. So today, fathers are taking on uh, uh, more defined roles in a household. And yet, in the sitcoms, they're still, you know, you have your, your um, Homer Simpsons, your Peter Griffins, uh, right. you know... Um, Cleveland Brown, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they're just, they're, they're bumbling idiots. You know, they're always the butt of the jokes. And so, um, but why? Why? I'll, well, I don't know if I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'm like, you know, the, let me tell you something about <laughs> this. Let me tell you something about this article. Usually when we take an article, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie to you people. When we take an article, as you said earlier, we fly by the seat of our pants. Right. And we'll take the article, and the first time we lay eyes on the body of the article is when we're sitting down and doing a show. Exactly. And you know why? Because that's a more natural show. Right. But I like that kind of show. This article is like six pages long. You know what I mean? It's like trying to get a recipe. Like trying to get a recipe for how you season your french fries. I have to read through a 10-page blog before right. I get to what seasonings you're putting on the friggin' French fries before they go in the oven. Exactly. You know? 
Right. And again, it's it's my fault. It's a time issue, but it's still my time issue. I should have gone through these with a highlighter and at least hit the bullet points. Right. I should have highlighted the why. Because I'm still looking for it as I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> as to why. Um, so, it, the real reason why is because the entertainment industry is always going to distort reality. And that's especially true of sitcoms. Okay? Right. Um, now, we talked last week about how they are changing some cartoon figures, taking guns away. That's not distorting reality. That's perverting reality. Right. You know, so exactly. I, I, I look at that different. But So the reason that sitcom dads get that kind of rap is, I think primarily, if you were to ask people on a street why that is, they might say to make the show funnier. And that makes sense. Right. Well, you would think that makes sense. But but it's more like a political stance, if you ask me. Well, no, not 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 really. Not it, it's it's a distortion of reality, and apparently it's easier to make the fathers look bumbling. Well, yeah. I guess, or I guess if they try to make the mothers bumbling, then there would probably be backlash. Oh, sure, yeah, absolutely. See, so you agree with that as a woman? I do. If they made the women in sitcoms, and some of them are. To be portrayed like that, then there, then there would be there would be an issue, right? So I don't know. Does that mean men men will take it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sort of, we do. We do mm-hmm. take it. We do take it. You dish it, we take it. Exactly. All right. I have to sip some tea. <laughs> wow. <sighs> That's my impression of drinking tea. That is your impression. That's my impression. So, there was something else I wanted to talk about. And for the life of me, I cannot remember what it is. <laughs> so, that really puts the pressure on you because now you got Me? Yeah. So now I gotta what come up around, with something. What swirls around your head, though? Um, Anything besides? You really don't want to be in my head. Besides painting on on the on the <laughs> iPad. Look, I'm not. Look, I know you're not painting right now because I gave you an assignment to look up Saharan <laughs> sand. Right. Um. I don't know. I don't have anything. No idea. Huh? No idea. I got nothing. <laughs> Truly, I got nothing. All right. Fine. Um, she has nothing. I so, one point of reference about next weekend with you know being a holiday. I would really like to see it because I'd like to see people be careful when you're out and driving. Because I have to tell you, first of all, during the pandemic and the quarantines, I guess when people weren't so on the road, the people that were essential workers that were on the road drove like maniacs. Oh my God, I know. 7,000 miles an hour because the roads weren't so busy. Right. And now that the roads are starting to get busy, I see that nobody bothered to reread the driver's manual while they were quarantined and couldn't go anywhere because they still suck at driving. Yes, but Kmart doesn't require that <laughs> to give driver's license. Yeah, we're back to seeing rollover crashes. Yeah. Which as I said before, 
A rollover crash typically it happens when you have to slam your brakes on. Why? Because <coughs> you're speeding and or and or not paying attention. Exactly. So it's important with the holiday weekend coming that you're safe with you know wherever you're going. Drive safely. And uh, as the lovely Sharon pointed out earlier today, actually, the price of gas is going up quickly and every couple of days. And she thinks it's because the holiday weekend's coming. So they do. That, so I they mean, want to fleece some extra cents off of us for they, some gas. They do. The prices always go up for the 4th of July. Memorial Day, 4th of July, and Labor Day. They're the three holidays in the summer that the gas prices go up for. And that's a fact. Jack. That's a fact. With today's quick fact: the lovely John. <laughs> I didn't right. think that. I thought the prices were fairly low this year at Memorial Day. Uh, absolutely, but you're going to see. Or, or, or did they did they hit the one ninety nine mark then? Because it was it was lower than that. So yeah, it, it was like one seventy nine when it started going up. Okay. All right. So maybe it did start climbing then. It's still not right. Well, right or not, it's what always happens. And then, of course, you know, most of your toll roads increase their prices on holidays and weekends. Of course. So everybody's trying to get a little bit extra kitty for the beer fund. Right. <laughs> and they say it's for roads. Oh, yeah, road work. Right. Oh, that's the other thing, and now we're out of time. <laughs> Can they please work on one road at a time in this state? Just no. Yeah. I'm just asking. I don't know if it's possible, but it was worth it. And mentioning. we're referring to the state of Delaware. Yeah. The yeah. construction state. <laughs> the road construction state. Right, which I believe, what did I say? The official the official motto of the state of Delaware should be road closed or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Detour. Right. <laughs> All right, so anyway, uh, Sharon, it's time for you to say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. All right, so Sharon's taking off. My phone's ringing, so I guess I should go into that. And when we come back, third leg of the show, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back with Honor Thy Heroes, one bad of the week, and if time permits, one last thing. Right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And uh, the lovely Sharon has departed for the program this week. And that leaves you and I to finish things up in the third stretch, the final part, part three, however you want to look at it. It's you and I. And we're going to talk about a couple things. Uh, we have, we're going to talk about Wombat of the Week. And it's going to be a, a bit of a twist on it this week. We're going to honor a new hero on Honor Thy Heroes. And if time permits, one last thing. 
which will include some very valuable in- information. So um, that's the lineup for this part of the program. If you're new to the program, you'll find out how you can get involved in our features, uh, the Wombat of the Week, what is it anyway, and how you can get involved. And also, uh, likewise, being able to get involved with the Honor Thy Heroes segment. So um, if you are new to the show, Wombat of the Week, this is us sort of celebrating stupid people doing stupid things and it coming out in the news. So we ask people to send us, whether it be through Facebook at JM Talk or to our email at Radio at gmail.com, news stories, links of news stories of stupid people doing stupid things. And then they wind up into a list that winds up on a show. I think the vision at one time was that we would put two or three on the program and get people to vote for them, but we haven't figured out the best way to do that uh, with regards to this being a podcast. So in the meantime, you send them in, you get them. And this week is just a little different. I'm not really talking about anyone in particular, but I wanted to sort of display, put on display for for you just how insane the world is. You know, when we talk about the sources where we get uh, our Wombat News... And, of course, people send in news stories. And so much stuff has been coming in the last few weeks that I actually took a half a dozen or so of these headlines. Just headlines. Didn't even, I didn't even prepare any of them to be the Wombat of the Week. And just took the headlines just to put on display for you the sheer idiocy of people these days across the globe. Because it doesn't just happen here. And so just some of these headlines, just to, just to show you what we deal with coming in every week. So this is probably a week and a half's worth of entries. And there's still more. So it's not like I've taken all the headlines and I have nothing left for the next show. We have plenty. And every day there's more and more wombats. So there's never going to be a shortage of wombats. But just to give you an idea, this is the last 7 to 10 days worth of uh, stuff that we've received here at the show. Uh, Burglar forced to call emergency services on himself when he got stuck in a window of the building he was breaking into. Indian Hospital says a suspected COVID-19 patient dies after family unplugged the ventilator to plug in an air cooler. And he, this man was tested post-mortem and was found out that he was positive for COVID-19. Uh, a sex offender with over 100 arrests pushes old lady into a fire hydrant. We've all seen that video. Very disgusting. 100 arrests. Um, vengeful teenager charged with stabbing and torturing ex-girlfriend's puppy to death. A teenager. Loveland man holds door-to-door salesmen at gunpoint because he thought they were Antifa members. A Florida man lets 12-year-old drive his Jeep 85 miles per hour. And my favorite in the last 7 to 10 days, man stuffs his own human shit into the ATM machine hoping to make it poop out cash. 
So these are the kind of stories we're dealing with. This is the kind of stuff we get in. And it really gives you a a more broad look. I know it's... Some people love this segment. They love hearing about the stupid people. I get it. But this week, especially if you're a new listener, just so you have an idea of what we get in. Now, one of these, I mean, we may still explore some of these stories in the upcoming shows. I just sort of wanted to take a pause and do something different with this segment this week so that the listeners can see the kind of stuff that gets sent into us for Wombat of the Week. And to show you, like sort of in a collage, so to speak, of how stupid people are. And this is around the world. This isn't just here. It's staggering. Absolutely mind-blown. Absolutely staggering. And this is the kind of stuff we get. And I just thought, uh, uh, I started like writing down the headlines. And as I was doing that, I said, you know, maybe I'll present them like that. Maybe a handful of headlines. Just once or, you know, as a once in a while thing. So people can kind of see. And maybe, you know, it gives you an idea if you want to send something in. Well, what level of stupidity are we looking for? Well, you can see there's almost every level of stupidity included in these one, two, three, seven headlines. Lots of stupidity. So you can send in your Wombat of the Week through those channels, either on Facebook at JM Talk, send us a PM or DM, whatever they call it, or the email, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com and send us the links. You know, and you can submit as often as you want. But that is that is what the wombat of the week is. And there's your collage for this week. And we'll be diving into some of these stories in future episodes. So now, uh, in the same way, we also invite you to send in your stories of uh, uh, for honor thy heroes. What are we looking for with honor thy heroes? We're looking for. Uh, everyday people going above and beyond out of their way to help someone else. That could be a police officer, could be a dispatcher, could be a paramedic, could be a security guard, but they don't have to wear badges and uniforms. It could be anybody. And when we changed that focus, we were getting a lot more submissions, which we're, we're happy with, and we thank you for that. When we changed the position of saying, you know what, they don't have to wear a uniform. They don't have to wear a cape. They don't have to wear a badge. Could be anybody. And this week is just another example. So this week submitted, a man saves woman's life at a Kroger store while shopping for milk for his twin children. So this happened in in League City. Where the hell was League City at? Why is this not? Wait, maybe this tells me something. No. Houston. It's in the Houston area. League City. That must be in Texas. Okay, so uh, in League City, a quick trip to Kroger turned into a life-saving situation for a League City man Thursday. Justin Thomas said he was at the store to buy milk for his twins. Thomas says that he heard someone scream out, so he moved toward the direction of the scream and saw a lady splayed out on the floor. Uh, Thomas, relying on his former medical background and 10 years of service in the United States Coast Guard, yay, coasties, uh, he began administering CPR, snapping into action. He says, I literally saw her, saw where her sternum was. I put my forearm and my fingers back and just started pumping her chest. 
Uh, the woman appeared to be in cardiac arrest, and Thomas said that he and another customer in the store took turns administering chest compressions until paramedics arrived. Um, and Thomas said that he has since heard from the woman's family. The doctors told her that if it wasn't for the quick actions of Thomas, she would not have made it. Um, now, of course, Thomas does not consider himself a hero. He says he's just a regular guy, was making a trip to the local grocery store, saw someone in need, didn't think about it, and just jumped in to help. He said afterwards, it was a strange feeling, like I have had this adrenaline, and I still had to get the milk. <laughs> so, um, he's an electrician by trade and is required to know CPR for his work, which is true. I'm an IT director, and I'm required to know CPR. I mean, a lot of companies are just doing that. They're they're uh, enabling their uh, their staffs to know first aid and CPR and be trained every so often, whatever the criteria calls for, which is a good thing because you never know when you're going to need it. But, you know, Mr. Thomas, even though you don't consider yourself a hero... I want to tell you something. On the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the Lovely Sharon on this week, you are a hero. And we're very honored to be able to tell your story to our to our audience and to the world and whoever's listening to the podcast. You've earned it. You deserve it. And we thank you for um, your dedication to being that regular guy who was just in the right place at the right time with a set of skills that came in handy and saved this woman's life. I'm sure the family is very grateful, as well as we're very grateful for the actions that you took. And uh, to the audience, uh, again, uh, do your part. You can send in stories uh, of people doing extraordinary things. And again, I say this all the time because it's very true. A lot of localities have local, like, weekly newspapers, and that's where a lot of these stories can come from, you know? We don't find stuff like this on mainstream media. As unfortunate as that is, it's just the way it is. So with that being said, that brings us to one last thing. We do have time for one last thing. And what I want to talk to you about today on one last thing is how to tell if you're talking to a bot. Okay, so if you so first let me explain what a bot is. What I mean by bot is, uh, you know, a computer-generated uh, not really a person. <laughs> I mean, if there's some sort of acronym for that, what is it? Um, but, and this could be in the form of an email, maybe a message, maybe even a profile on social media. Okay. Which is one of the big things because, uh, you know, you'll get requests to be somebody's friend on Facebook or Twitter. And how do you know that you're not dealing with a bot in that situation? And that's sort of like some of the, you know, some of what I wanted to talk to you about in one last thing tonight. I've got to keep drinking. My vote, my throat is very dry. And excuse me for that. I apologize. So, you know, back in 2018, Twitter took drastic action, okay, to try to curve or slow the spread of misinformation through its platform, okay? And they ended up shutting down over 2 million accounts that were run by bots. Think about that. 2 million Twitter accounts that weren't even real people. They were bots, um, so even though they shut down so many, that really was only the most egregious 
So think about that. Even bigger than what I just said. All Twitter really did was flick the tip of the iceberg off the block. So there are many more bots where they came from. But they really targeted the most severe, most uh, crippling, I'd say, like the, as far as misinformation goes. And it was over 2 million. And that wasn't all of them. So, um, now what helps us in determining this is machine learning and AI is helping us, um, is, is, well, it's helping us, but here's the problem. It's also helping bots be more human-like. But there's always going to be some things that you can look for that would be red flags. And a lot of this stuff we discuss in the IT world about spam emails and things like that. Um, so... It, when you're dealing with spam emails, uh, a lot of these tips, you know, can be the same. And so, if you well, let's look at the user profile first, uh, the user profile. What happened to my TV? Hold on, um, I have to shut the TV off. What is going on here, folks? Hold on one second. Let me cut the TV off. So, uh, let's, so let's look at the profile first. The most common way to tell if an account is fake is to check the account's profile because, you know, even the most basic bots, whether it's a basic bot, even if it's an advanced bot, they usually lack a photo or a link or even a bio, period. Okay? And uh, more sophisticated bots will actually steal a photo from another profile or from the internet to be their profile picture. and um, Or they'll use some sort of automatically generated username and that's something that sticks out too. You, know, you kind of look at that username and go, because you know, if you look at a username and it says Big Bob 1957, you go, oh, this guy must be Bob, probably born in 1957. But if you see something that says like EM63185787475, you know, you start to wonder... In this day and age, who's really picking that as a username? So it's a red flag. Um, what about uh, tweet syntax? You know, using human language is still incredibly hard for a machine to do. So there's going to be um, there's going to be some logic and some grammar issues, and just downright, you know, not when you read the tweet and you go, "This doesn't sound right," and that causes a red flag too. You know, that, that, that gives off uh, a problem that, hey, this may not be, um, this might be a bot, you know. And they're just trying to get your attention and they want you to be friends with them and then they start targeting you for whatever the malicious intent of it is. Um, so what about temporal behavior? You know, when you're looking at tweets over time, they can be revealing. If an account tweets at an impossible rate and also at really unlikely times, uh, that could be a good sign that it's fake. You know, researchers found that fake accounts often betray an inconsistent attitude towards topics over time. You know, so you're like, okay, why are you still talking about this? This was this was so yesterday, and that's sort of what they're saying. You know, uh, it you know it, it, um, among the other signs, is there really any any current relevance to this? Um, and then of course they talk about network features, which to the to to the regular person, they're not really going to be able to see anything different uh, in network dynamics 
Um, but network dynamics can reveal a lot about an account. You know, bots may follow only a few accounts or be followed by a lot of other bots. But the tone of the the tone of that bot's tweets may also be um, incongruous to those of its connections, suggesting that there's a lack of real social interaction. If you and I engage in um, you know, discussion over a tweet, you know, we're talking about this subject matter. But then if you're seeing an account that you're suspicious about, and all of a sudden they're not even, they're tweeting incoherent stuff that have nothing to do with the conversation at hand. Also a red flag, you know. I mean, I, I just wanted to bring this topic up because it's important to know these things, um, especially when we, you look at all the problems that were going on during the quarantine with Zoom and uh, students. It happened to our granddaughter, you know, where people were, like, able to infiltrate the accounts, bots or just malicious people with nothing better to do and interfere with their schoolwork and interfere with them and, and threatening them and, you know, uh, uh, you know, basically, like my granddaughter had somebody jump into her Zoom and tell her that he has access to her entire computer and this and that. But what the the dumbass didn't know is that she was on a Chromebook. So he was saying, "Well, I got this and I got that." And then, of course, when my son-in-law called me, he was concerned. He's like, "You know, Dad, this is what's going on." And I'm like, "Well, first of all, relax. It's a Chromebook." So he's saying he's got this, that, and the other, which don't exist on a Chromebook. First of all, and Chromebooks are virtually, because of the design and how they work, you know, virtually un... Uh, I don't have the right word. I don't want to say unhackable. But a hacker doesn't usually pay attention to Chrome because there, there's virtually no reason to do it. But what we do know historically from the last few months is, is these hackers or malicious people would just jump into Zoom sessions just to be a pain in the ass. So be careful... And social media, when you're friending people that you don't know, because you never know if it's a bot. And with that, one last thing that takes us to the end of the program. I want to thank everybody for listening this week. Remember, we're at www.jmtalk.net, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. Check us out on TikTok at jmtalk and jmtalkradio at Twitter and Instagram. So we want to make sure everyone stays safe. Remember, next week we have a big independent music show. It's going to be filled with some great music. You're going to want to hear that. That will be the show that drops next week, and show 100 comes after that. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will catch you next time. Be good to one another. Be human, and we'll see you again. Bye-bye now. (laughs) 